Hey guys, it's your girl Mala. And it's your girl Rini, and you're tuned into Big Chat with Mala and Rini. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Big Chat with Mala and the Rini. Hey yo, hey. So you know, this week we decided that we're gonna touch on the topic social media. I mean, we've touched on it in other episodes, but this this week we want to focus on like social media, you know, and um I feel like our generation is the, like, we were the guinea pigs for social media. I should say that. Yeah, we were the guinea pigs. Like, it started with us, they experimented with us, and then it just took off. And now it's like social media is the all in all. Like, for anything that you want, you can go to social media and you can find someone doing it making it talking about it acting about it whatever it is you know what I'm saying and for me it's like social media is like a double-edged sword you know what I'm saying it's good because yeah for our podcast like we get you know we get out there we get our name out there you know people know us whatever whatever you get to um network with other people and stuff like that but then it's like everything that my mother tried to protect protect me from when I was younger it's right there readily, readily accessible to my child you know what I'm saying no matter how many apps say oh you could join at 13 and if you're under 13 this this and that whatever whatever there is still some way somehow that you know things slip through as you long know? as you can do math you can sign up right and it's like oh i'm still trying to protect like me i have two kids i want to protect my kids from what's out there i don't want them to be exposed to certain things at a young age but with the age that we're in now we're in the age of technology where she has an ipad she's gonna get a phone you know probably when she's 13 14 years old who knows but she has certain information at her fingertips whereas for me it's like if i didn't go outside if i didn't go certain places if i didn't hang around certain people i wouldn't know certain things you know what i'm saying yeah i feel you um it's yeah, I, I like to say that we're we were definitely the bef- we can see the before and after. Like right. I know I remember before Wi-Fi and before all that when we had DSL, you had to wait till everybody was off the phone and you could only go online like late at night and right. the beginnings of chat rooms and messengers, MSN Messenger, um, AIM, all those things. And it's just right. like right. I can remember before and now I'm seeing after and sometimes it's kind of trippy to me because it's like I can't believe that I am living through so many different parts and different stages of things and you know social media it's great for some things it really is it's great for reconnecting it's great for you know getting back in touch with people that you have lost touch with or you know after you graduate from school it's usually really hard to keep in touch with people even though you write that in the yearbook Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you're not really going to keep I mean the most of us aren't going to keep in touch me personally I'm a horrible keep in toucher 
Um, yeah. And so it was like, you know, when when Facebook first came around, it was it was one of those those things that was like exclusive to being in college. And, you know, you make the step to go to college and now you're like, oh, we get something like exclusive Facebook. And, you know, I first signed up to Facebook and it was kind of cool to see other people that I know that are in college or might be in a different college. You graduated from high school with like, you know, you had a best friend in high school. Now you guys went to different colleges. It was a good way to keep in touch. That didn't include, you know, having to make a phone call or whatever. And now you could just poke people or send Mm -hmm. a message or like a picture. And it was cool to share pictures, you know, share memories and, you know, show people what you're up to. Um, Social media also has a dark side that, you know, started to rear its ugly head when people, you know, started getting bullied online and, you know, um, people getting body shamed and, um, you know, just talked about it. It's like the barriers that we used to have where, you know, you leave school, you leave the bullies at school. And I mean, it was very rare that somebody's going to call your house phone and bully you or say something crazy to you over your house phone. But now you have the cell phone, the smartphone, social media. It's very hard to separate different parts of your life because there are people basically reaching into your home through this technological advance. Right. And that is like a breeding ground for, you know, depression and, you know, um, people being suicidal and, um, People just not being able to escape from the terrors that are outside their home. And I, you know, I've dealt with certain things from before and after technology where, you know, you you have a sense of comparison. You're comparing yourself to your peers. You're comparing yourself to people that have, you know, lots of money or they may look a certain way. And now you're wondering if you're good enough, if you're doing all the things that you need to do because someone that is your age has a house, a new car, um, kids, you know, sim- even simple things, just children, um, you know, a yeah. good job, whatever the case Definitely. is. And, you know, you're you're really only seeing a lot of the good stuff. People don't always share the bad stuff or people right. tend to share the bad stuff. They don't always share the good stuff. And so now right. you're probably out here thinking this person is probably ready to kill themselves when they're probably just attention seeking some of them. And some other people you do have to worry about. It's just, it's really hard. It's hard to, you know, always see the good side of social media when there's just a lot of things that we're no longer shielded from. Where we used to look to the media, look to the news for bad news. You know, like we're getting it firsthand video. um, And some people aren't shielding you from the graphic um, images. It's just like everything that the news probably wouldn't show you know, for fear that they would offend the family or, you know, it's not respectful to the, the victims. Now we see everything. You see people get shot, run over, they head busted open. Like you're seeing the whole right. shebang. So it's like, it's like what one part of it is that you're going to be completely numb, which I tend to be sometimes. It's like, I just get really numb when I see certain things. I'm not as affected by, you know, a person getting hurt or seeing a video of a person getting hurt because, it's like, okay, how many videos can I see before it becomes like normal? And that's scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, like you said, we we come, we're the generation that we remember like how it was to not be attached to our devices when we 
like our social media there was no media it was all social so we were the ones outside we were the ones you called your friend hey you want to go to 34th street hey you want to hang out at my house you know what i'm saying we were the social we did the social part of it right and then it's like okay social media started and even when social media started like for instance um the first social media platform i can remember black planet right Mm-hmm. Yes, you're supposed to beat people through your computers through Black Planet, but you found a way to meet up with them because you wanted to see who that person was. You wanted to get to know them on a more personal level, if that was what you were looking for. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So, we was like, trying to get catfished. See, catfishing wasn't really a thing either because you could only catfish up to a certain extent. You can right. tell anybody anything. You give them the ASL, you you know, ASL, age, sex, location. Right. You hit them with the ASL, you know what I'm saying? You get all the information. They're talking to you. The conversation's good. And they can tell you anything they want. Now, when you decide you're either going to send a picture or that you're going to meet up with them, I mean, you, you can't catfish a person at that point. Right. It's either you don't meet up with them or you just make up, you know, a reason why you can't, you can't do it. Yeah, so it's like we had all of that, but we were still social with one another. Right. But I feel like as social media progressed, the social part of it, they they make it sound like it's a social thing because you're networking with other people. Like, yes, I can connect with 100 people. I could have 100,000 followers. I could have 3,000 friends on Facebook. But is it really social? It's more like, okay, it's more of the media part of it now than it is the social part of it. So it's like, I'm going to post this picture because I want people to see what's going on in my life. I'm going to make this post because I want people to laugh at me or I want people to think about this topic that I'm thinking about or something like that. So they're getting the media part of it, but it's not always social. So you don't get that interaction like... Yes, you made a post, but you may not get the the interaction that you were looking for. And I, so it's like the social part of it is not always there. And it seems like now what we consider social through social media is how many likes do we get? How many people view my my stories? How many people commented? And people are using those things to then judge how popular they are or how much someone loves them or how 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 well their friendships are going or and stuff like that. And it for me it bothers me because I'm like, I want us to get out of that mindset that it's all about likes and it's all about who's viewing your stories. Like there was a meme that said they're not liking my pictures, but they're viewing my stories or something like that. Like, you know, trying to say that the people who they expect to like their pictures aren't liking their pictures, but they're minding their business in their, you know, their IG stories or whatever. And in my head is like, well, if you didn't want them to see your picture, then why put it in your story? True. You know what I'm saying? But it's like social media has gotten us to the point where that is how we determine who is 
for us or how well our lives play out or how well our social interactions play out because if I don't get a hundred likes that means that they're hating on me why why would you think that or I got a hundred I got 150 likes and I only got two comments they're hating on me stuff like that and I'm like why are we so fixated on the numbers that's how they're placing their value you know so now I, I feel like it was hard before to really know or to always gauge where you stood with certain people and I think that people are using this now as a way because numbers are easy it's easy to say okay I got three likes that mean ain't nobody really trying to mess with whatever I took a picture of or whatever the video was Mm -hmm. and that's not always the case you can't really tell much from the likes and the shares Um, I mean you can tell from the shares like if the person is messing with what you're talking about that they want other people to know or hear what you're talking about or they might want people to just look at you and be like, look at this fool. You don't, you don't really know their intentions from the likes and shares. You just know that they liked and shared it. I mean, from a business standpoint, right. uh, I mean, from a business standpoint, it's, it's beneficial to you to know, you know, what your audience likes or who your target audience is. And so from a business side, I can see how you need to gauge or do, you know, look at certain things and look at the numbers. But on a personal level where you're using this to gauge your actual self-value and self-worth very dangerous and not a good way to really think about yourself you know mm-hmm. like you I mean we're, we're coming to a point I'm, I'm finding that you know more people are pushing the self-love self-worth you know love yourself who you are not what people can get from you um, kind of message and that also comes from just who I choose to follow or what I choose to view um, or what stands out to me, maybe because I'm seeking certain things. That's why I get certain um, content, but you know, it's very important for us to even just let our young people know, you know, it's not about just looks and likes and shares. You have to love yourself regardless of what anybody may say or, um, or not say or what comments you do or don't get or whatever likes or shares you don't get um i know that as a child of you know a first generation i guess immigrant you could say because my parents are the first generation that came here and then i came after them um you know caribbean parents have have a tendency to tell you you know don't follow people Right. And, you know, don't be like this person. Don't do like that, whatever. But they're also ones that will compare you to other people. That's true. And so mm-hmm. that whole comparison thing really started from... A long time ago. Yeah, from my parents. Not necessarily from me viewing other people on social media. Social right. media now can just proliferate that and make it a bigger and issue for me. It. because Yeah, because now I'm seeing people even more so... And they're showing me all the great things that are happening in their life. Don't know how they got it. And I'm not going to be focusing on that. So now I've already internalized the message from my parents where they'd be like, you know, why you couldn't get grades like such and such. Or why you didn't um, have a talent like such and such. Or sing like such and such. Or look Mm -hmm. like such and such. Or, you know, why your your head's so picky or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't realize the, the value or whatever that we put into their words. 
and their words are basically what they watered us with and so a lot of people do carry you know like we said generational curses where we are now carrying this it's really a trauma yeah like we're, we're carrying that around and now social media may or may not know what it's doing by you know extenuating that circumstance so now we've taken what our parents said we have that on our backs we've taken what society says we have that on our backs mm-hmm. your peers that you've come up against you know in school and work now you're taking everything that they say also on your back right you know if you don't instill in a person self-worth and self-esteem and you know give them the positive outlook on themselves it's very hard for them to just shake off things that people say so like somebody may say something or comment on your picture and they think they're being funny and to you those words are like daggers you know what i'm saying like yeah it's like they literally just stabbed you in your heart and they don't even realize it so you know with that being said i'd like to you know let our listeners know please be mindful of the things that you say because once they're once you send the words out of your mouth you cannot take them back you cannot take them back that's right so always try to think before you speak and you know sometimes just be empathetic put yourself in the person's shoes would you like someone to say what you're about to say to them I know that sometimes we get heated we say things or we think that we need to you know sound a certain way in front of other people and that may make us say certain things Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm guilty of that I know that for sure like my friends usually sometimes will tell me like yo you ain't got no filter like really really have to say that and sometimes I'd be like yo I didn't mean it in that way and I have a tendency to just over explain myself in certain cases but you know just be mindful just be mindful of the words that you use be mindful of you know what you're putting out there because a lot of times even stuff that you put on the internet you can't take that back Right. You could probably delete a post and it could still find its way somewhere because somebody already screenshotted, Let shared me tell you it. something so about social hard. media. There's nothing that you can hide in social media because 10 times out of 10, somebody already captured it and it is waiting for any little thing, whether it be good or bad, to happen in your life for it to resurface. Period point blank. So if you think you deleted that comment and nobody saw it, they saw it. They saw it, you know. I just—it's like social media is the little angel on your your right side and the devil on your left side. You know what I'm saying? You 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 see the good. You know what I'm saying? You see, like when you see posts about all of the, the the people graduating from college and from high school and the things that they're going on to do. And then you see like your friends accomplishing things and you're so happy for them. You know, they're they're getting the homes, they're buying new cars, they're changing um careers, they're going back to school, whatever it is, you know, and you're happy for them. And then you have the bad side where you're seeing the police shootings, you're seeing the fighting, you're hearing about child abduction, you're hearing about, um, you know, like natural disasters that are wiping out small little islands or little, you know, like stuff like that. And it's like, dang, like we're getting all this information. Don't get me wrong. Yes, these things are things that happen. We there's nothing that could ha- that we could do about it. But it's like we're getting the information within the seconds of it happening now. You know what I'm saying? Completely uncensored as well. 
so it's very and very uncensored there is no editing being done or anything like that you know and it's it's sometimes it's so hard to to digest some of the information you know it is hard to digest some of the information that's coming out of social media and like you said for some people there was that you know beforehand the comparison thing that that our parents did like oh x y and z get good grades or x y and z is doing this with their life and stuff like that and for me too it took me a long time to stop doing that in my head comparing myself like oh this friend went on and got their masters that cousin is doing this this is doing that what am i doing with myself and then beating myself up because i'm like i'm not doing enough so now i'm telling myself i'm not doing enough so i'm trying to create things to do because i want to feel accomplished and i'm still gonna live with that you know what i'm saying and then you find out like oh such and such did this to get that and this one them and finish school and this one them and do that and it's like wait these are the people that I was being compared to right these are the people that in you're my, trying to catch up to in my mother's eyes they had this standard that she felt I needed to be at and then come to find out it just unraveled that everything she thought that they 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 stood for was literally nothing there was nothing underneath that pedestal that she had them on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I said to her, I was like, you need to stop comparing me to other people because I am not them. You need to stop comparing me to other people because I am not them. Period, point blank. I was older, you know, I was like 20-something. And I had to say it because... Now, like you said, this is stuff that was happening before social media, but now with social media, you're seeing things that these people are posting and you're thinking like their lives are so much better than yours when in reality, half of them is probably not even happy. Yep. Or they wish, I don't know how I know they don't wish that they lived the life that I have. Exactly. Or had what you had. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and that's one thing that I'm doing now, like with myself and with my children I am very adamant not to compare especially my daughter not to compare her to anyone you know because I don't want her to feel how I felt before and I don't want her like we said social media is such a big thing now I don't want her to be like well my mother compared me to her I need to look a certain way I need to act a certain way to get the attention that I am seeking right I don't want that you know so it's like oh my god like what do we do like can we go back to the age of social media when we actually interact like yeah I sent you a message and sent you back a message but then we went out for lunch or dinner or something anything I will say this um <laughs> I mean there I feel like there are things that you can do and one of those things I feel like you can do is to hold your friends and your family members hold them accountable 
mm-hmm. make them right. interact. I be sometimes I literally like a month ago, right? My cousin was telling me, oh, she don't think that she can make this trip. We were going to go see our other cousin in another state. And I said, in my head, I'm going, I know that I need to get out of here. I need to get out of New York. I need to just get away. I need to, like, I sometimes right. feel like I'm losing a grip on my family, like, that we're not as together as we used to be. Like, when I was younger, my cousins were always around me. Now everybody's working. They're, you know, trying to buy houses. They're trying to live the adult life, doing all this adulting, right? Mm-hmm. So all of the fun things, all of the getting together, all of the, like, we're starting to lose that. We're slowly but surely, like, a lot of people are not showing up to family gatherings. And it's kind of, it's getting harder to get people together. So right, I... I'm like one of the older ones, uh, the older cousins. So I like to sometimes wrangle them in. Oh, I think that we should go see them. She's telling me she don't know if she can make it and something about work and something, something else. I literally just looked at her and went, all right, so we're leaving on Friday at such and such time. I'll pick (laughs) you up. Whatever's easiest. Yeah, we're going to do that. And at the end of the weekend, when we actually, you know, went and we hung out and we had brunch and you know we were just hanging out in the house chilling watching tv just being around each other bouncing ideas off of one another talking to one another because a lot of times we don't know what the other cousins are up to like they're not really talking to us about it they got friends they got whatever right and it's like once the weekend was coming drawing to an end she was just like thank you for forcing me to leave my comfort zone and leave where i was and go and hang out and just literally get away from everything that was stressing me here and just kind of having fun have fun weekend right and she was just like you know thank you thank you for not allowing me to change your mind and that's important like i i'll tell my friends i'll be like yeah so we're gonna get together i think we should have a games night or when my birthday Mm -hmm. rolls around and i realize you know like people like oh what are you doing for your birthday what are you doing for your birthday Sometimes I tell them, I don't want nothing but a games night. I don't want nothing but to just hang out or go to dinner or go to lunch or go to brunch or whatever the case is. Right. Like, you can keep the presence for the most part. I really don't. I never even know what I want. But to get to hang out with people and have memories and just laugh. You know how good it feels to be around people that you can just really laugh with and just literally gut bust inside her and just laughing and having a good time. Right. Like, that is so important to me. Like, that stuff makes, like, rejuvenates me. Sometimes it makes me feel like, all right, now I can actually go back and work. I can go back and, you know, focus on my business or focus on my music or whatever the case is. Just surrounding yourself with positive people. So, like, right. force your friends to freaking hang out with you. Don't tell them nothing about you want to just be in a group chat. No, we're going to hang out and be together. Or sometimes force your friends to put their phones in the middle of the table. First person to touch their phone, got to pay the bill. Right. Force sometimes you have to force the interaction so people can really realize what they were missing. And I feel like that's something that we need to do. No, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And I feel like this past year has shown me that we really have become so dependent on social media that it never dawned on us that being social with each other could be taken away. Yep. One, two, three. And now we got locked down. We were literally locked down, locked in our homes and left with our phones and our laptops and our um, 
tablets or whatever begging to go outside and I think like that that made a lot of us realize like yo we need to be more present when we are with our friends and family socializing having dinners whatever it is because look at how easy it was taken away from us Mm-hmm. It's hard to give it back too. You know, like look how easy it was for them to shut down fine dining. It was like no, no restaurants are open. No, you cannot gather with more than six people. Yep. No, this Christmas no canceled. That. Thanksgiving you know what canceled. I'm saying? Birthdays canceled. Like, wait, what? I and I'm staying here and work. I oh, think okay. it made a lot of people realize, like, okay. We need to take some some social media breaks. I've seen a lot of people say that they were taking social media breaks and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something that people should try to do every couple of months. Like, just even if it's for a week. Even if you want to say you do it for a day. Whatever. Just take the break. Get away from it all. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you mentioned before, for some people, it may be too much for them. Right. You may get an overload and you're like, you're, you're sitting there. And then when you look, it's two, three, four hours and you're just back and forth. You're from Facebook to Instagram, to Snapchat, to Twitter, to whatever, just looking, searching for God knows what, you know what I'm saying? Spending your life watching other people live. Right. Crazy. Yeah, and I mean, and to that, I want to say, you know, if ever a person or any of our listeners feel like, you know, it's becoming too much or that you're preferring to be on your phone than to be around other people or, you know, that you feel like you may have an addiction to your devices or whatever the case may be, we definitely want to tell you, you know, try to seek you know, a professional to, you know, talk to someone who can probably enlighten you on ways that you can pull back or lessen your addiction on certain things. Because there is nothing wrong talking to a professional who's trained to handle these types of things. And I'm pretty sure that there are psychologists, psychiatrists, or, you know, therapists out there that are, you know, studying this. And this has definitely become a study where they're, they're looking at how technology is affecting people. And so if you ever feel like you need to talk to someone or if you know of a person who can help in that capacity, we are definitely open to, you know, getting DMs on our Instagram, Big Chat, um, WMR, or on our Facebook page, Big Chat with Maula and Rini, you know, just to share that information with other people who may not know it even exists. Right. Just want to put that out there. Yes. And if you are... um a psychiatrist or psychologist and you you know you specialize in this or you know people who specialize in this please send us that information so that we could get that out to our viewers because you know we want we want everyone to feel good about themselves and we want everyone to to get a grip and a grasp with social media and understanding that it's not always what it seems yep definitely it's not always what it seems, you know, and just to get that information out there to help 
if it, even if it means one person, that's all that I need because well, that one person will tell ten more people, you know. Yep. Or even just to help one person is really all we ask for. I mean, what could be better than that, right? We right. Just want, we just want everybody to be well. We want to be well, and we want everyone else to be well. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it for this week's episode, y'all. Thanks for listening. You know, check us out on Facebook and on Instagram. And we hope that you guys join us next week. Yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this topic and, uh, you know, got something from it. And don't be afraid to let us know, please. Interact with us. Even though we did just talk about social media, please interact with us on social media. We may not meet all of you, but I mean, I'm hoping that one day we'll have a pop-up event or something where we can actually meet and greet. But, you know, until right. then, until then, let's use the good side of social media to, you know, support one another. And support encourage your friends one another. And support everyone else. Exactly. Support your friends. Support your family. Support everybody. Because support right. is free. Okay? It sure is. So, with that positive message, we'd like to say have a good evening. Be good to one another. Yes, sir. Peace out, y'all. Next week, same time, same place. Thanks for listening to Big Chat with Mola and Rini. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, it's Rini. Just wanted to let you know you can follow us on Instagram at Big Chat WMR and on Facebook at Big Chat with Mola and Rini. Check us out. Big Chat with Mola and Rini, dropping every Wednesday at 8 p.m.